0: Hands up, who loves using social media to market their creative work? Anyone? No one? Bueller? Welcome to Morning Creative, I'm Mark Steadman, and I remember when social media was actually social. If you'll forgive me, I'm gonna, old man, get off my lawn for just a second, but I remember... Back in the day when people used to hang out and have conversations on social media, even creative people, like they were still doing their creative things. They were having fun, but they were also on receive. They weren't just on broadcast. And we didn't yet have this proliferation of all of these people telling us on social media how to do creative work or how to make tons of money and just bombarding us with information and opinions. And all the gurus say that we need to use social media to tell people about our art and our creativity. But what ends up happening, I think, is that we just just keep shouting louder than the last person it's, you know, it's, it's do what they do, but do it more, say what they say, but say it quicker. You know, you, you, you have to be more, better, faster, stronger, longer lasting, you know, more supple. And it's just, uh, at some point you kind of think maybe it's time to opt out. And if you're there, or if you're thinking that it may be time to be there, then, you know, if you're finding the grind all a little bit too much, then I've, got some escape hatches i think these are some ways that you can build your network or find new fans without social media some are still on the internet and then some are in real life and hopefully there's a few here that you haven't thought of and that might be because some of them are a bit weird so let's get into them number one is blogs blog comments blogs are still a thing yes they actually are people still write blog posts and no, the comments don't have to be a cesspool. Yes, there's the Daily Mail and and Mashable and all those places where people go to be angry. But actually, there are lots of people just like reviewing gear or talking about stuff they like or sharing some knowledge that they've got. And you can find those quite easily i think if you start googling around and maybe you've got to get into the the second page of google the point here is not to be visible the point here is, is this is not promotion this is about making contact making friends so find those those posts that you want to add something to you know find find the ones that you agree with and you want to maybe tag on a little comment or find the posts that you want to respectfully challenge and maybe offer a different viewpoint leave those thoughts make them insightful and you'll get the chance to leave your email address and possibly your website address and stuff like that and that's all fine but really because no one really leaves comments and you know there are lots of uh, blogs that have comment sections open and people aren't really leaving them I'm pretty sure the author of that blog post is probably going to want to marry you they're going to be so happy that you left a comment that you that you found them and that you wanted to interact they're probably going to be want to be friends straight away or at least they're going to be curious. Because they're, they're going to think, oh, wow, what's this person all about? It's not like they're drowning in comments. And they're just like, add another one to the pile. They're going to be interested in in who you are. And incidentally, uh, you can leave a comment uh, on this particular episode, morningcreative.fm slash 63. Just, you know. So we have blogs, we have comments, but we also have guest blogging. So this is where you can start finding blogs that are aligned with your niche, do you draw? Then maybe you can find blogs about pens and paper. Are you a filmmaker? Maybe you can find a blog post about gimbal or, you know, blogs that are to do with some of the the tech around filmmaking. Sometimes the weirdly niche, in fact, probably always the weirdly niche, the better, I would say. So find a blog that hasn't yet featured something that you want to write about, or maybe they have got a post, but it's out of date and you've now got the opportunity to give it a bit of an update. Bonus points if you can tie it in with a product because they'll enjoy that because they'll be able to get revenue from an affiliate link. Next up, we've got podcast guesting. So just contact podcasters that you like and ask them to be a guest. If you've got something to offer, then you know see if you can come on the show. Um, it, this is not, again, necessarily about exposure. So, so don't worry about finding big uh, podcasts that you'll never be able to get as a you know be be able to become a guest on find the ones that are interesting, find the ones that are that are small that are maybe just someone speaking into their phone and have a chat with them and say you know do you want to have a guest on or do you want some feedback? do you want some thoughts I don't mean feedback on the production, but like you know that kind of stuff just start a conversation going that way alternately, if you have a podcast, then try and find people to come and be your guest and if you don't have a podcast, start a podcast and find people to come and be your guest. It's It works. People do this. People genuinely do this. They use podcasts as a way to build their network because it's a lot easier to ask someone to spend an hour on a podcast than it is to ask them to spend half an hour over coffee. Because one of them, they feel like they're being put on a stage, whereas the other, they feel like they're being asked for a favor. That's podcasting. Online forums forums are still a thing even even outside of Reddit, there are still some decent forums uh around and again, you might have to google you might have to go down a little bit uh, on the the uh, the the Google page, but you will find them and then it 's just it's just sign up you know read some posts introduce yourself there 's usually uh, a thread where you can introduce yourself there so make sure you do that and then start making a couple of insightful comments and leave some posts that kind of stuff. And just ease yourself in, really, you know, like with the blog comments, you don't want to go in with like, this is my correct opinion, y'all are wrong about this, because forums can still be a very protective space where, where outsiders are maybe viewed a little bit dimly and distrusted to begin with. So it's very much just about coming in, being additive, being friendly being interested more than interesting and then over time you know you'll you'll gain their trust um so aligned with forums you've got quora uh q u o r a.com if you've googled any kind of question you've probably come up with quora i don't love the website from a usability point of view it's not particularly pleasant if you're not logged in that's their that's their game but people do ask questions there and it's a good way of getting your name out and Potentially, then networking with other people who are answering those questions. Like we talked about earlier with, with some of the social media stuff before, you start to recognize certain names and you think, actually, they, they seem to have pretty good insight into this stuff. Let's see if we can have a chat. So find the questions in your niche, answer them and also try and be the first to leave uh, an answer, a helpful answer uh, on, you know, don't just say, I don't know, but if you've got an answer to someone's question about a piece of tech, a piece of strategy or advice or, you know, that kind of stuff, try and be the first to leave uh, an interesting comment on, on that question. All right. So that's the internet. Let's stretch our legs and get out into the real world. Um, so we've got book or film clubs. These are just good ways of meeting new people. I and mean, that's that's the that's kind of going to be the thing about a lot of this. It's like this is just a good way of expanding the people that you meet that maybe have some alignment and and maybe you can start to add something a little bit more formal later whether it's you know grabbing a phone number or an email address or a social media handle or whatever. You're doing this you know out in the real world not necessarily being super strategic or or being super targeted but knowing yeah the likelihood of finding people who are interested in this particular topic if i go to a uh, a book club on this particular topic or a film club i'm probably more likely to meet the kinds of people who are interested in the kinds of things i am or you know who think creatively at least so you know at uh, best i think you can you can grow your network and at worst you'll have a story about how you went to a book club that was full of weirdos Here's a, this one I like and, uh, it's fun and different and, uh, requires, you know, or, or, or has baked into it a lot of serendipity, I think. Uh, it's, it's, uh, there's a high degree of variance for this one and it's cues at gigs or festivals. So cues at gigs or when you're at the stage waiting for someone at a festival. The amount of fun conversations I've had with people. And you know, then there's the opportunity to to say, "Do you want to meet up later? Uh, you know, after the gig or whatever, go for a pint." That's just you know, if if you are thinking with the hat on of I am building my network, all you really then become is is the person who offers Do you fancy going out for a drink. And if they say no, that's fine. But because you've got that mindset, because you're thinking about. How can I introduce myself to, to more people? How can I find more people who might like what I do or might help me amplify it or might just be interested? Then it having that in your mind, I think, then just gives you that extra motivation to say, yeah, do you fancy grabbing a pint after this. Okay, classes, workshops, that kind of stuff. I did my improv uh course in 2017 and I did the stand-up course. Uh, this year, a to pick up some skills but also very much to meet people and and again it wasn't it was with a head of a head on of like i'd like to meet new people yeah maybe make some friends but also make some contacts and you can go in with that in mind without being the guy who drops his business card everywhere it's about increasing my luck surface area which is something that we're going to get into in a later episode it's just in the best way possible it's exposing yourself to more people. Okay, volunteering. So this could be at a festival or it could be at a conference. There's always opportunities there where you can volunteer to help pick up litter or to run the ticketing booths or do a bit of uh, health and safety or first aid, that kind of stuff. Uh, You know, there may be other opportunities, street team type things. It might not be volunteering at a gig or a festival. It could be other kinds of volunteering. This is, you know, ways to to meet people. Again, if it's something that is of interest, maybe volunteering at a library or a museum, something like that. And it's, you know, because then you can meet other volunteers and potentially network with them. But also, you know, if it's something like a festival, you might meet some of the people who are on on the festival, uh, you know, potentially, again, increasing your luck surface area. And then we've got workshops and seminars. This is where, you know, pe- people do this. You can go to a talk on a particular thing. You know, if you've got a local arts centre, uh, something like that, have a look at the events. You might find that there's, uh, I mean, Elizabeth Gilbert was supposed to be in Wolverhampton early, uh, in uh, in March this year, and she's ended up cancelling. I, I don't know why. And so there's, you know, these things do happen. You do have the opportunity sometimes to have an evening with someone. Uh, and so that's where you can, again, like in the queues or in the corridors afterwards, that kind of stuff. You know, some places are even like, we're going to go over the road to the, you know, frog and whistle or whatever. Some, some, you know, kinds of things do that where there's an opportunity then for, for people to, to come and have a drink afterwards. And so always take up those opportunities. You never know. Trade shows. Uh, so think about the trade shows or craft kind of fairs that exist in, in your niche, and just have a wander around, you know, take an interest, have a chat with people. The people in, in the booths selling stuff, obviously they're going to want to sell you stuff. But I also know having run uh, booths, having both, you know, attended, been, been interested, and also been someone who's, who's sat at the booth, often people are glad to have a conversation, and especially one with someone who's informed and intelligent you know if there's there's something that that interests you about you know I'm just I'm I'm just thinking about uh one of them uh, that I went to Uh, that was like a uh, content management system. And, you know, just asking interested questions, not from a point of view of I'm going to buy this, but, you know, maybe chatting to to one of the IT guys who's there or one of the actual developers who's been roped in to, you know, to sell the product um, because he knows how it's built. You know, you might just strike up a fun little conversation with them and they'll probably be quite happy to do that because you're saving them from having to do sales. So those were 11 Ideas that occurred to me kind of off the top of my dome in terms of places online and in the real world where you might be able to find people to expand your network so if you if you gave it a little bit of thought, what more do you reckon you could come up with? So my extra shot today is actually uh, my own newsletter i 'm going to pimp this because You know that over the the last few weeks, a lot of the stuff that that we talk about, there are some practical things, and I'm always trying to come up with, you know, one thing you can do today to move the needle, and we'll get to that uh, in, in just a couple of minutes. But it's still kind of hypothetical, theoretical. If you want to actually look at what a creative practice looks like from the inside, what are the processes, what are the tactics, what are the uh, the the spaces that that are being held. What are the ideas, the experiments, the failures, the successes? If you actually want to see that firsthand and in real time, hello dot slash newsletter. That is my newsletter. I'm I'm pivoting to actually sharing the guts of what I'm doing. And there's there's sort of two variants. You can sign up completely for free, and you'll get sort of a, a broad, well, uh, actually a pretty uh, detailed idea of what I'm doing, what I'm trying maybe who I'm speaking to, who I'm working with. And then if you want the specific numbers, if you want to know how many downloads does he actually get? Like if you're benchmarking against your own stuff, or if you're thinking what counts as success or what can be achieved with a certain number of downloads or followers or whatever, if you want that stuff, then my backstage membership will give you that for £5 a month. So if you want to know all about that, hellostedman.com, sign up for my newsletter there, and I look forward to meeting you in your inbox. Okay, uh, so there were lots of great uh, chatter around the Enneagram episode. So uh, thank you to Carlos, to Kieran and to Anne who were there in the live stream. Incidentally, I go live on Twitch, Twitter, LinkedIn and YouTube every weekday from noon GMT. So if you want to join me for a live recording of uh, an episode of Morning Creative... Do do that. You can also find the details again at morningcreative.fm. It's all there. And so, uh, yes, I do want to shout out those those guys. And also to Francis, who said, uh, I loved a lot of this, not least the funny cat bits. You don't get the funny cat bits with the, uh, uh, the on-demand version or the podcast version, but you do absolutely get to see what happens when my cats invade the studio. So for that reason alone, morningcreative.fm, uh, that's where you can check out the live stream. Uh, every weekday from noon. And so that kind of brings us to, to a close here. So next time, we are going to be talking about in-person networking for introverts. So now that you've got some spaces that you can think to hang out in, what do you actually do? And how can you survive if you're not the gregarious type? So before I leave you, if you do one thing today, make a list of the places you can hang out with people who care about the same stuff you do. So that could be blogs, podcasts, forums, book clubs, film clubs, gigs and festivals, classes, volunteering, workshops, seminars, and trade shows. So find one space either online or in real life where you can interact today.